following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. show with coach kurtz i'm your man coach english and we're in the building with coach staley and coach kurtz and we are brought to you by www.goldefylife.com go ahead and check it out all your content they also have a christmas giveaway for some great defy life gear anyway we're gonna move on coach staley how was the week oh man the week is blessed like always I'm not certain if I mentioned it on the last show. I got some really good news in the last two weeks. Uh, if if um, I know Mikey, you've known this for sure. Um, Coach English, I think I shared it with you. So my, I've been in a basically like a, a little back and forth with another um, well-known company I won't mention right now. Um, trying to get my trade, my um, TBNR Young Great Ones trademarked. Well, anybody knows me, basically known, know I've been doing that since I've been coaching um, almost 20 years now. And I finally got it cleared. It finally just got cleared to get trademarked. And it's going to be posted in the Gazette actually early next week. So um, that's been a blessing because it's been back and forth for almost well over a year now. So I finally got my trademark cleared. Um, TBNR, Young Great Ones, the best never rest. So that's been a blessing. So I'm going to start charging cats for using that, i.e. Coach English and all the other dudes. Hey, that, hold, on um, now, hold on now. It, but if I come, if, if I've worked with you before, have I not earned the right to use it? Oh, you have the right. You got the right, brother. And you got the right to pay for it now. So. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I, I, guess, so, I, won't be, I so, guess I won't be using uh, it anymore. I'm just joking, man. But um, so that's been that's been a relief. Uh, basketball schedule still still being very competitive. Played a very very good, very much improved white and old team last night. A five A school here in South Carolina. Um, so it's just it's just been just been busy. You know how it goes during the season. How things going with you, um, brother Kurtz? And things are good. Uh, staying busy as well. Uh, so down here in Florida, got a. Got these teams working out. They're all really bought into our into our program, our our students and our athletes. But also, uh, it's just a good situation here where um, where my school really uh, really uh, embraces what I do and and allow me to not only work with all the athletes and students from the school, but also be able to use the facility um, to really work with some other athletes and and people around the, in the community so business has been picking up and it's been it's exciting to be able to um not only be able to work with the students and the athletes but also be able to kind of be an entrepreneur and 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 actually try and build up build a business and a brand as well so it's been it's exciting it's definitely an exciting time and an exciting new challenge for sure no doubt. What about you, Coach English? How things been going with you, Papa? Uh man, listen. You know, I had a had an up and down week last week. Um, I was able to beat something on Tuesday, <laughs> and then got my behind handed to me on on Thursday in the Bojangles by Our Savior. Um, great Our Savior team. Um, it was a blessing to play in the. 
Bojangles, uh, I must say, probably one of the best um, showcases of tournaments around. I, I had a great time. My kids had a great time. Even though we lost big, um, it was a quality event. Um, I mean, from the cameras to the the food to the way they treat you to, you know, Ridgeview does a great job. And uh, Coach uh, Rosenfield does a great job over there. Of getting that thing going, man. I, we had a great time. Um, so week's been um been pretty good. You know, um, got Keenan coming up Saturday, an undefeated Keenan team, who's playing with a lot of confidence. And uh, of course, if you got Zach Norris on the sidelines, you always gotta bring your A game, actually your A plus plus game, um, to go ahead and take them out. So, um, you know, just been preparing and uh, and, and actually glad I had this week off because we just got our football players back. Um. So all in all, man, it's been a it's been a pretty good week, man. Um, uh, went ahead and delved out there and got into some uh, some business, got into a business. Um, went ahead and invested in something, and hopefully, uh, you know, I'll talk about it late uh, at a later date. But right now, still in the planning stages of it, and you know, eventually I could end up doing that and not have to go to work every morning and teach kids. But I love doing it. But uh, eventually, I think, you know, you all move on. You want to work for yourself and not for others. So most most I mean, that's about it for me, man. I, I, I really had a good week. Um, so, Amen. Amen. Um, so we're going to go ahead and um, get on with the show. We first going to go into our. Uh, our segment on. Oh, excuse me. Current events and. Where we're going to start at is we're going to start with the Katie and Kawhi to the Clippers. Micah, fact or fiction? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. So it's uh, it was a front page uh, article on ESPN.com today. And they talked about how the Clippers, uh, Clippers uh, coach, well, execs and and front office staff have been at, um, I believe they said, uh, they say, the Raptors say the Clippers employees have been at roughly 75% of Kawhi's games. And they say, um, and then they've been at a lot of the Golden State games as well. So uh, even, um, even Lawrence Frank, the team president, has been at, a, major, a large amount of Kawhi's games, even even when the Clippers are not playing the Raptors, so they're really uh, they're really really uh, intrigued about being able to bring. Uh, they have the they have the ability to bring two max level free agents in, and I think that they I think they feel they have a really good shot at landing them because. Their team right now is seventeen and ten. They have a solid team. Those those moves that they have made, and if if you said that uh, a year ago they were going to be out without Chris Paul, uh, Blake Griffin, and, De- and DeAndre Jordan, and they'd they'd be a playoff contending team without those three, uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't think wouldn't think that. So to be able to be seventeen and ten, have a shot. At getting uh, being in the playoffs, and then add those two guys. I mean, I mean, I think is is definitely something that could be intriguing. Especially uh, Ky- uh, Kawhi has already said he wants to play in LA. Or um, people are coming out in the media, particularly, which we'll talk about in a minute. KD talking about why would anybody as a young superstar want to play with LeBron? Um, and so is KD saying that stuff and subliminally talking about Kawhi should not go to the Lakers, Kawhi should go to the Clippers and he should join him because, um, it's obvious that something's going to happen with Golden State next year. Either KD's leaving or Draymond's leaving. Um, so I don't know. So fact or fiction, I would say... I would lean towards more fact than fiction. I'd say the odds are greater than 50% that that could happen. It would really shake up the NBA and would be great for the NBA. It would be exciting for sure. It would be 
what the NBA wants, where they stay in the headlines all throughout the offseason as well. And so um, I think it'd be exciting, and I think there's probably a pretty good chance that it happens. Josh, I guess you're up next. Fact or fiction, Kawhi and Durant to the Clippers. I I just think I don't know. I, I I'm the more the more Toronto wins, I think the higher the chance they have of keeping Kawhi. I know Kawhi wants to everyone's saying he wanted to go back home and play in California and all that good stuff, but the more the more Toronto wins, especially if they mess around and be a one seed in the East and make a run to the finals, it's gonna be difficult to um, convince Kawhi to get up out of there. Now, with that being said, we have seen how superstars will leave Toronto. Like, you know, Tracy McGrady, um, Vince Carter eventually got out of there. So people will people will leave Toronto. But I think, I think that's going to be extremely difficult. As far as KD, I think KD um, talking and, and, and expressing himself, especially saying that LeBron, don't play with LeBron, is is ultimately more of a setup than a than a than a jab at LeBron than anything else. Uh, I, I'll talk about that in a second when we get to that topic. But I'm going to say it's more of fiction with an asterisk mark beside it, simply because um, Kawhi does want to go back to, to to California. But a lot of people thought that Paul George wanted to go back to California also and the success they had in OKC with the potential of of Carmelo leaving made him want to stay even more because he got comfortable there. A lot of people thought it was because he didn't want to play with LeBron. I, I look at it past that. I think it was more of like he was comfortable where he was. Carmelo was going to be leaving. Um, someone else was going to come in that place that, that fits them better and he, it made him want to stay. And it's not bad playing with Westbrook. A lot of people think it might be terrible playing with Westbrook, but obviously it wasn't too terrible because I don't think Paul George really wants to um, – I know this is not the topic, but I don't think he's a guy that really wants to like be in a limelight and have to compete for championships. I don't think he wants that pressure. That, I, that's just my opinion. But fact or fiction, I think it's more fiction. I, I just – that's going to be one of those things I have to believe in when I see it because KD always has something up his sleeve. Always. I no one could tell me they foresaw him going to to Golden State. You know, so he always has something up his sleeve. I do think things are getting kind of toxic in Golden State. I, I don't think it's as healthy as it was in the past. That's why Draymond would even make an outburst like that. But I'm I'm thinking they'll probably get it together and compete for another championship. But I think it's more fiction. What about you, Coach? I mean, so you think, uh, Josh, let me make sure. So you think Kawhi will, will stay in, there's a chance Kawhi stays in Toronto? Yeah, if they keep winning. I don't I don't, I don't see that. Toronto is if they win that, if they win a ring, which then the odds of them winning a ring is very, very low. I mean, I don't know. You guys tell me. I, I haven't watched Toronto that much this year. Obviously, they're, they're got a, I think they're number one in the East right now, but do they have a team that is built for the to compete at a high level for the next two, three, four years? Because if they don't win it this year, why would Kawhi come back? Uh, I I think they I, they look basically they kind of look like the Spurs look when they were really good with Kawhi. I mean, they're moving the ball around, they're making an extra pass, guys are making the open shot. So, so they look pretty darn good, and they're playing very good defense. They're playing solid defense. So they they look they look solid to me. Um, it looks like Boston. If Boston gets it together, I think Boston's still the favorite. But it seems like they're kind of falling apart at the seams a little bit. They're going to have to fix some things. They have some guys out there griping and wanting things to kind of go their way. But uh, I I think I think if Boston gets together, then you know I, I I'm not certain that. Philadelphia with this team is going to shoot the ball well enough to to beat a team in a, in a seven game series. So Toronto has a chance, like you said, the chance of winning the championship are low. But I do the only team that I can like just surefire say that can beat them in a championship in a seven game series from the West is Golden State if they have their act together. 
I don't I don't know if the if the two through through eight can we can just flat out say no nah, they'll beat Toronto in a seven game series. So I think their chances of winning a championship are a little higher than, than than what people would think. But obviously they would still have to get there and 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 play the game. But you know that's just that's just what I feel about it. I feel like they're kind of right there. Coach English, what was you about to say? Oh no, I was just gonna say I, I I'm. I'm... I kind of, and I guess it it, it kind of goes into the next thing uh, we're going to talk about as far as Durant's comments on LeBron, but um, I just don't know if I see Durant making the move to the Clippers, and thus that's why I, I mean, and in that that's why I say I think it's more fiction. I think Kawhi probably makes the move. Um, I don't think Kawhi is going to stay in Toronto. I think he's kind of making the best of the situation he's in after the year he had in San Antonio. <clears throat> the fact that he was, as some people thought, was faking um, his injury or whatever. And so he has to prove that he's going to be out there and give 100% all the time. So, I mean, you know, I, I just I just feel like I don't see him staying in Toronto because of what he wants. And I think the Clippers is, as constructed, set up good for him. There's no other real superstar. They're playing winning basketball. They're playing that togetherness. Um, and I think that that's going to fit him. Doc Rivers is a great coach. Um, you're seeing it now. He, he's taking a lot of mid-level guys and, and, and winning. And so I think that's tailor-made for Kawhi. Durant, I think Durant's going to either – I think he's going to either make a move to the Lakers or to New York. I don't think he's going to end up with the Clippers. So you think Durant would go to the Lakers? I do, and I'm and, and when we get to that, when we get to that, I'm gonna tell you why. Can we go ahead? Can we go ahead and get to that now? Then all right, that's cool. Um, so you said there though, Coach, uh, Coach E. Uh, I don't think Durant. I, I, well, obviously, you guys are gonna get go to it, but I don't think Durant's gonna go to the Lakers. But I kind of agree with your beginning point where Kawhi to the Clippers. I I, I could see Durant. I don't know. Never mind. I take that back. Go ahead. Go to your points. I don't know where I'm going right now. <laughs> I was going to say I could see Kawhi going to the Clippers and Durant staying with Golden State. But then I think from what I've heard, I mean, if, if what Stephen A. Smith and these guys are reporting, one of the reasons that Draymond is having such issues with KD is because KD's basically let it be known that he's out after the season. And so Draymond's like, well, f this guy. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and, and 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 play nice with him. If it, we're about winning, and I don't, I don't like you, but I want to win. But I'm not going to sit here and play nice with you. You know what I mean? I mean, if that's the truth, then I definitely. If if that's what Stephen A. said, where he's got reports that KD's already said he's out at the end of the year, then. Obviously, he's not staying. So yeah, and yeah, I think I, I think that I think that if I think that the that the Warriors are going to end up making a mistake by getting rid of Draymond and they're going to lose out on on KD anyway. I, I just I, I I just wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't foresee that. I think I think they're going to let I think they're going to let KD walk because like like Micah said, I think KD is kind of making obvious because like there's really no other reason for him to be popping off this much. And let, I would be shocked if he stayed at Golden State. And I don't see Golden State throwing it all away for a dude that, that has the potential to leave, especially when they were already winning before he got there. So I think they let him bounce. But I think Katie made all those comments. First and foremost, I think the comments were whack. I think I think he sounded more like a hater than a dude that was stating his opinion. And he sounded very jealous. Anybody that wants to win would love to play with LeBron. LeBron adjusts his game to the personnel that he has. A lot of people say, oh, no, you got to have this to play with LeBron. You got to surround him with shooters. and You got to do this. No. When he played with Dwayne Wade, when he played with Dwayne Wade, he didn't play that way because Dwayne Wade was a suitable superstar. I do agree with Tracy McGrady that the third dude has to adjust his game more like like Kevin Love, like um, Chris Bosh, those guys had to adjust more than anything because 
when it when when LeBron was playing with Kyrie, it's very difficult to have two big time superstars like that, and then the third guy still has the opportunity to feel like they're playing through him. That's almost impossible. Um, it was it, it was similar to like Cool Coach Tony Cool Coach playing with Michael Jordan and, and Scottie Pippen. So I think I think that um. I think that was I think that's very difficult, but I think Katie should have made those comments, but that's those comments made me lean to believe, y'all, that Katie might be going to LA and it's more of like a setup to make people put their guards down before he actually makes that move so they won't be talking about it the whole time. But I I, I feel it doesn't really matter if I like his comments or not. He's a grown man and he gets to say what he wants to say. But I just feel like the comments were, were, were kind of whack. I, I think Paul George didn't go play with LeBron because I don't think Paul George wants the burden to say he has to win a championship. Because if, if Paul George goes and plays with LeBron, it's now it's like, yo, y'all two of the top players in the NBA, y'all should be able to compete for a championship, beat the Warriors out and compete for a championship with the pieces y'all have around you. I just don't think Paul George wants that. I think he's okay with not winning championships at this point in his career. Everybody doesn't want to chase championships because it's a totally different expectation. It's a totally different element when it comes to that. I don't think LeBron would hinder Kawhi Leonard's game. LeBron would love to give the ball up to Kawhi Leonard and let him create and let the team play for him. He's probably one of the most selfless superstars we've ever seen in our time. Or, or in basketball, period. So sometimes he's too selfless. And I think his numbers are so astronomical right now with the Lakers. And I think they will decrease as the season goes because guys will start to understand and they will start to understand each other. It's because he's trying to teach young players how to win. Don't get that twisted. Everyone can't do that, i.e. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler got frustrated with his young players and said, trade me because these guys don't want to win. Everyone doesn't have the pedigree like LeBron to teach people how to become winners. That's what he's doing in L.A. right now. And, and that's the exact reason why Jimmy Butler got out of Minnesota and, and, and demanded a trade because he knew. He, well, I won't say he didn't. He knew, but he didn't know how to teach young people how to win because it is something that it's called patience. You're going to have to have with those guys. And if you're a veteran like Jimmy Butler, you know how things are supposed to be. You want it this way, and you're more set in your ways as a pro at that point. You don't have time waiting for young guys learning how to play hard. That, but but I think I think Kevin Durant's comments are more of a of a fog. They're more of a distraction, more of a a no look pass to get people eyes off um, what he really is going to do. That's why he made those comments. That and that's probably more why LeBron didn't even feed into it, but. Hey, Katie just sound like a hater on that. I, I, I don't see why. I, I, most people are like, well, no young superstar went to play with him. But like, who really, really had the opportunity to go play with him? Because most guys that are young superstars right now are locked up in contracts. The only person that didn't do it, that really, really had a chance to do it, was Paul George. Kawhi Leonard couldn't pick where he wanted to get traded. You know, he could say, I wanted to go to these places. Jimmy Butler couldn't pick where he wanted to get traded because the other team still has to be able to trade for him. So I don't 100% agree with Kevin Durant at all. I probably don't. I don't agree, but I 100% disagree with him and, and what he's saying. But the reason why some people might shy away from playing with a dude like LeBron is because they don't want to chase the element. They don't want to bear the burden of having to win a championship. LeBron bears that burden year in and year out every single game. And he's learned how to embrace it. It bothered him early in his career, but now he's learned how to embrace it, um, handle the good, handle the bad. And 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 he does it very well. But, um, Mike, what are your thoughts on KD um, comments? I like what you said at the end where um, – a lot of players, I think it's a lot of, if, if you're a young superstar and like KD says, a lot of young superstars don't want to play with LeBron. The only reason you don't want to play with LeBron is because you're happy being an all-star, getting 20 shots a game 
And that's what you care more about than winning a championship. Because obviously, the expectations are huge. You go play with LeBron, you're expected to win a championship. You're not going to get as many shots. Um, but to say LeBron's a guy that doesn't share the ball, I mean, that's ridiculous because the narrative in, for the first 10, 12 years of his career career was he shared the ball too much. So um, that doesn't make sense. But So the only reason of your – and KD's – Quote at the end where he was talking about Kawhi to say, and Kawhi enjoys having the ball in his hands, controlling the offense, dictating tempo. Um, a lot of young players are developing that skill, and they don't need or want to play with another guy like that, saying that they wouldn't want to play with another guy like LeBron. Like, if you would rather be a guy that wants to control the offense, have the ball in your hands, and not play with a guy like LeBron, only reason you want that is because you are more content in putting up numbers than winning championships. Like, So if you want to win a championship, there's no reason you would not want to go play with LeBron. Um, and then what you said with – I mean, though, the comments were very, were very over the top, like when he talked about how just playing with LeBron, it's a toxic environment because – the media loves him so much and he can't screw up and it makes it hard to play with him. Like I, I, I see where, I see where you're going with that where, cause they're so over the top. Maybe he is just throwing a smoke screen out there and it would be another unbelievable story after this story comes out. And then KD ends up and goes <laughs> uh, next year. So like you said in the very beginning, KD is very calculated. He, he's a yes. very smart guy. Is he? Does he come off and come at the media lately? Yes, but I, in my opinion, I think he's always has an agenda when he does go off on the media, and he knows what he's doing. is is very calculated, and it's not just flying off. He knows he knows the narrative he wants to create. So, if He's coming with these comments to completely throw a smokescreen out, and then in July he comes and joins LeBron. I think, again, it would be unbelievable storylines. And I, I, just, I, I just love the NBA, not, not just for the, the game of basketball and the unbelievable players, but the, the storylines and the drama with, with, with everything is nonstop, and it's, it's – it's hands down the most. I, I say I don't know how the rank, the ratings and everything go, but I would I would have to say that the NBA is the most popular sport in the NBA. I mean in the in the U.S. Um, because it goes on year round, year round with the storylines and like we said, there's going to be a lot more coming this summer. Yeah, I agree. And and like you said, like you said. The more they're talking about the NBA during the offseason when they're not even in season, it's better for the NBA. They're making more money. They're getting more attention. And that's what making money in the on the TV and the media is all about. People looking for you. You're getting hits on ESPN um, website. People clicking on the NBA stories and the, and the rumors to see exactly what's going on. But I do think it's just like sometimes you got to sit back and listen to people and KD is a very, very intelligent brother. And though, yeah, him and LeBron are fierce competitors right now, remember, these dudes are dudes that, that, that work out together in the offseason. So I don't see him really trying to bring LeBron harm, even though, it, like Jalen Rose said, he did sound like a hater. He did sound like he was kind of jealous. But sometimes you got to sit back and look at people and, and really listen. And I just think he has another agenda. I think I think it's just something to it that makes him um, say all those things, which which makes it crazy. So I, I don't know. I just think it's more to it. But we're gonna go ahead and get into our topic for the show, man. And you know, we won't we won't talk too long on it, being that it's the holiday season. We just kind of want to talk about some of the things that we're grateful for, some of the things that you know we really appreciate and we don't want to take for granted and 
go from there. So, Mike, I'm going to let you get cranked up on that. You know, just what are some of the things you're thankful for and some of the things that, you know, you really you really appreciate God for putting in your life? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, first and first and for sure is as the listeners know, I got married this summer and it's been a unbelievable blessing and a beautiful wife, Whitney, uh, these first, I guess, what's it been? Uh, four months, a little over four months of marriage have been unbelievable. And we, uh, we have a baby daughter on the way. Um, so yes, sir. it's been an unbelievable, it's been an unbelievable, uh, year for sure. So I'm unbelievably blessed by that. And then for sure being around guys like you and, being around fellow teachers and coaches and and being able to fellowship with guys like you and other coaches is a huge blessing. And then lastly, um, I mean, we, I think the major, a lot of our listeners are teachers and coaches and we've had a lot of shows about the struggles that in education and the struggle in dealing with today's youth and the struggles with coaching and dealing with, uh, with, with with some over uh, involved parents and people that have unbelievably exaggerated expectations for their their kids and their athletes, and we've talked a lot about the um, the problems in, in, in our profession. But I it I would never want to do something something besides being a coach and being a teacher because the positives far outweigh the negatives. And it's just an unbelievable, we don't, we don't get paid much. I mean, people talk about how we got the summers off and have easy hours. I think anybody who's in our profession knows that we don't have easy hours. I had to push back this call or this podcast recording to eight 30 cause I got home at about eight 15 and that's pretty much every night lately. Um, so we put in long hours, but the rewards of of all these young people that we get to have interactions with daily and really <laughs> just try and push them and, and, and mold them to be the best at at anything that they want to be, and they're they're at the most formidable stage of their life. And I mean, I go to bed every night knowing that. I got two, three hundred student athletes that are depending on me to to give them the best training and give them the best program and to be a a positive example of what what a a coach and a person should be. And I mean, go knowing every night that I got those kids that are depending on me and and, and that that that's my job and that's my profession. I mean, like I said, there's no better there's no better job than to be a teacher and coach, and no more important job. And I'm blessed to be able to do it. I'm blessed to have people around myself like you, and people around like my my administrators at, at my school that that respect what we do, and and it makes it makes this job and more. It makes it more than a job for sure. It makes it a calling and a, a career and. And since it is the holiday season and we talk a lot about the issues with our job and with, with education and coaching, I mean, I think this has definitely been a time where I've sat down and reflected on, uh, on how much I love this job and this career and this calling and, and how, much, uh, how much of an impact on my life, my fellow teachers and coaches and students that I've been able to work with have, have made me a better person and and I wouldn't be the person that I am without having to be able to have this job and have these daily interactions with these kids and these students and these coaches. So for sure, that's why it's the holiday season and it's time to sit back and talk about what we're thankful for. So, I mean, that unbelievable wife and family and future daughter on the way and then surrounded by unbelievable um friends that coaches and co-workers that I can call my friends and then just got some unbelievable students and that I get to work with on a daily basis. Yeah, that is crazy because, 
you know, we, we when we're going through struggles, we tend to only focus on like what's not right, but we always have so much to be grateful for. And to piggyback on what you said, you know, your family, your, 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 your close friends that turn into family and you're having a wife and I'm, 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 I'm like blessed to have three healthy sons who all call me daddy. Leo's not quite saying it yet, but I guess the thing I, w- I would say that I'm grateful for, uh, and not to be trying to sound all deep like here, but I guess I will, I'm, I'm grateful to, to have the opportunity to love someone else and to have someone love me back and, and multiple people, have multiple people to love and have multiple people that sincerely love me back. And I'm really grateful for that because you, you, you look at other people and you look at some of the things they go through. And, and a lot of times people fall deep and deep into struggle and, 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 and depression and, and have so many life lingering issues, man, is because like they just don't have anyone else to love. Like a lot of the things I go through, I get over quick because I know there's someone else dependent on me. So I don't have time to get down in the dumps and feel bad for myself and feel like I don't want to keep going because I have someone to love. I have someone to take care of. And just to have someone to to, to keep you basically to the fire, to keep yourself together is a blessing. And and and. Some people look at it as a burden to have to take care of someone and have to love someone. But no, it's more of a blessing. And I'm really thankful that I have someone that I can love. I have some, not not someone, but people I can love. And, and the fact that I can love from all angles, from from uh, passionate and emotional and, and, and companion element with my wife, from a, from a rearing and from a rearing and raising element with my sons, from a, from a connectivity element with my friends and family. So you can love in so many ways and it creates so many positive um, entities in your life and it gives you the opportunity to be like, okay, yeah, it might be messed up right now, but it, it it's not as bad as it could be because I got someone to love and I don't think people are actually thankful enough to the fact that they have someone to love, that they have someone to take care of. And on the flip side, I'm extremely thankful that I have someone that have multiple people that sincerely loves me. I know it's people that I can call if I needed something that would, would be there for me without any hesitation and would help me um, however they can throughout their, their whatever, whatever power they have to help me, they would use it to help me. And that's something I don't take for granted. I'm extremely grateful for that. And again, I think that's something else that we take for granted, um, that, that people actually love you, that people actually, actually care about you. So all those things are big to me, man. And, 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 and I definitely, I'm definitely thankful that I can love someone. I'm definitely thankful that, that someone loves me. And like you said, um, Mike, because the relationships that we're establishing in this profession, even though it can be challenging, but there's so many more goods to it than bads. And there's so many angles that we can take within this profession to even get more out of it that people didn't even think it could, um, it could do. So I'm really, really grateful for those things. I'm really um, appreciative to the fact that 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 I I can have someone to love that I got a wife to support me, uh, Micah. I'm really happy. I, I I get happy with my friends. Like you you about to have a baby. You know my brother's about to have a baby. I'm 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 ecstatic about that. I mean I'm done. I'm not having me and Lena not having any more kids. But it's it's good to see my friends do things and and create more love in this world. So starting five. Who you? No, I'm done. I got three. I got three and. I'm going to teach them how to play their role and they can find two more people to play with. But, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely not jumping in there no more. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I, if I, if we have a fourth one, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all what, if I, if we, me and Lena, as much as I love my wife, if we have a fourth child, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. It was an accident. <laughs> it was, it was an accident because Talon, Jason and Leo, I did all of those on purpose. 
all of those on purpose. I, I, it was no like, oh no, it was more like, all right, where, are you pregnant yet? So if, if we have another one, man, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to probably be in shock for like a week or two. Then I guess I have to shake off of it, shake it off. But no, that's, 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 that's where I would be. Coach E, man, what are some of the things you're grateful for, man, other than the Giants getting the win against a depleted Redskins team? Uh, no, what really wasn't happy about that. That uh, that that really didn't move the needle for me. They actually, my Giants have been disappointing me. Like I'm like, like you can't even lose, right? Like you can't even do yeah. that, right? Right. Stop messing up the draft pick. Like, just, like just you lose can't so y'all get a happy. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't even do that, right? Um, but nah, man. Thank, definitely thankful for my kids. Um, I'm thankful for my job. Although after the phone call I just got, I'm questioning. I'm questioning life and uh, not life but i'm questioning teaching and i'm gonna tell you why i just got a phone call um i uh we're reading a book called lay that trumpet in our hands and the book deals with a young boy by the name of marvin who is um kidnapped by the kkk and killed so as a precursor to this we usually watch and i've done this for the last for as long as i've been teaching whether we read to kill a mockingbird or lay this trump lay the trumpet in our hands i always show a time to kill with samuel L. jackson and matthew mcconaughey and you know it's about the young black girl who gets raped by the two white guys and then the father kills the two white guys in the courthouse and then they go through this whole bit about race relations and the kkk and how how similar the two fathers are and it's about two fathers pretty much trying to find justice and uh a a young lady who was absent from my class heard what was showed went back and told her mom and her mom comes in and goes off needless to say her mom is a starch trump supporter and her daughter feels as though that movie and this book are going to show white people in a negative light and that the white people at the school are scared of the black kids and this, that, and the third. So apparently I got to go through this whole thing tomorrow, um, whole big meeting because they don't went on Facebook and this, that, and the third. But the fact of the matter was the girl wasn't even in class to speak knowledgeably about why we were watching the video because she was absent. She heard from one of her friends the movie that was showed and her mom flipped out or whatever. So now it's a big thing. The big thing is that we're dealing with race relations from some people who are just ignorant to the fact that there is such a thing as racial tension, period. And as a teacher, I'm here to kind of try to navigate these young children through this crazy world that we're living in. And one of the themes is injustice. You're talking about uh, 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 maturity because uh, the book is told from a young girl's perspective and it gets lost in all of that because people are so ready to attack something rather than ask questions. And so it's just, I don't know, man. I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for my job, but we got to do better as parents about raising our kids. And especially at in 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 an area in a space in which it is a very sensitive time. Um, so I mean I I don't know man it that just threw me off kilt just now. Um, but I mean it's just it's crazy. I I just think that from the Kevin Hart thing to this to other things like we've become such a sensitive society. Um. And it's just, it's crazy. I'm sorry, fellas. I didn't mean to bring a somber tone because I heard y'all laughing. (laughs) But it's just, I don't understand right now. And I'm really beside myself, to tell you the God's honest truth. But I am thankful for my kids, man. Um, I'm thankful for the the kids I come in contact with that appreciate the job that I do. Uh, Thankful for you guys um, who put up with me and (laughs) and my foolish self from time to time. But this this i don't know we we gotta something has got to happen where parents become more informed about what's going on that's all i feel you big dog i feel you it's being being informed is huge and 
I think where, where most people struggle with um, when it comes to like disagreeing is understand where the other person is coming from. You never have to ultimately agree with someone because you are entitled to feel the way you're supposed to feel. But I think the conflict comes when you just disregard how the other person feels. That's that's when the conflict arises. Yeah. You have to you have to always be um like you said, knowledgeable to what, what why the other person feels that way. And if you have to have some empathy towards it, you gotta care. You gotta be um I don't want to use the word sensitive, but you just gotta care, you know, um where where the other person's coming from. Um hey that you got that call it is kind of a bummer, but you will rise beyond this and keep teaching and keep doing what you're doing and go from there. But yeah, I think you guys all had some great things that, that you're grateful for. Um, Micah, you got a name for the baby girl yet? Yeah. Mia. Oh, that's a pretty Mia. name, man. Mia Curtis. Mia. That was Mia was my, um, that was my, that was my fourth grade girlfriend name. <laughs> uh Oh, Boy, yeah, pretty little girl. That's a pretty name. Pretty That's girl. a very pretty name. Yeah, yeah. I'm be in trouble if she looks like Oh yeah, you're done. You might as well um, buy a couple of more guns because yeah. you got to let them little boys know you ain't playing no games. Yeah, we already, <laughs> already, already talking about homeschooling her for her entire educational career. Yeah, let's not do that. Good lord. Got <laughs> <laughs> out of the house. <laughs> you raising a vampire, huh? She can't leave the house, but nah. ah, nah, she's if she's if she's anything like her parents, man, she's gonna be passionate. She's gonna have the great work ethic, and you know she's gonna be pretty like her mama, and and so she you you don't have anything to worry about. Y'all gonna raise her right, man. You definitely gonna raise her right. Man. It'll be exciting. I, I love it, Mia, Mia. I love names that we can pronounce. You know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. I love those things. I love those things. But guys, man, um, hey, we ain't got a whole much more to spit on, man. We can bring this thing to a close, start our shout outs and oh, yeah. get ready for the next show. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. What's your shout out? Great, great to be back on with you guys for sure. Definitely best of luck. Uh on the I mean, obviously, we'll be back on the show soon, but good luck on the, your, your next games this next week or so because I know you two both are two of the the best coaches in the biz and two of the hardest-working coaches in the biz, so definitely you, you deserve any success that comes to you for sure. And Coach E, sorry about that phone call. I know you... Uh, you just out there. You just out there fighting the good fight, and when you do that, you, you you're not gonna always please everybody. So just keep just keep just keep having them kids' best interests in mind, and try to trying to educate them on on all aspects of of life and society. And not everybody's gonna always be happy with 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 what goes on, but as long as you know in your heart that you're doing it for the for the right reasons, uh, that's all that can. Uh, that's all that matters, and I know, and I know that's what you're doing, and I know that's what you're about. So, don't worry about this any negative stuff that comes about because you're you're not going to please everybody for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Amen. Man. Amen. Um, I guess I'll get into my shout outs. Uh, just just shout out to everyone during this holiday season, man. Just focus on being with your loved ones. Focus on being with your families, man. Let's not get up caught up in materialistic things and enjoy each other use the time the time is more important than anything that you can buy someone during this holiday season because you know hey can't get that back you know that's that's one of the few things we can't get back it's time so you know enjoy your family enjoy your loved ones man and just have a good time and be safe and that's that's my shout outs for the for the for for this show right here what you got coachy um, just shouts out to um, my kids. Shouts out to my ball players. Um, shouts out to my brothers Micah and uh, Josh. Um, shouts out to the people over at the Five Life. Um, man, just uh, and shouts out to the people in general. Man, you got the holidays coming up. Remember what it's about. It's about giving, not receiving, and uh, and just 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 do it from the bottom of your heart, man. Um, other than that, shoot, we out of here. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up at This Daily and English Show. 
at gmail.com. That's the Staley A N D English Show at gmail.com. You can also listen to us on all podcast platforms from iTunes to iHeartRadio. You if it's in there, you could down you can look us up. Alright. But as always, as always, as always, keep God first. Everything else will follow. Peace. Peace, man. Looking for the perfect gift for that person or persons in your life that constantly defies life? Visit www.defylifegear.com where we have stylish apparel and accessories for the man, woman, and child out there defying life. From joggers, hats, adjustable or fitted, t-shirts and hoodies, to backpacks and tote bags. Use the code DEFYFIRST, all caps, at checkout for a 10% discount. And we have a special from now until December 15th, when you order, your name will be entered into the drawing for a Defy Life Christmas giveaway, where one lucky customer will receive a gift set of Defy Life gear worth over $100 in value. So let your fingers do the walking on your tablet, phone, or computer over to www.defylifegear.com. Lifestyle. Shh. You hear that? Listen closer. That, my friend, is the deafening sound of focus. It drowns out all the useless noise that can clutter the moment. Naysayers don't exist. Haters? Smaters? The peanut gallery? Who's that? When you in your zone, all that noise and all that buzz is just elevator music. So, enjoy your journey, focus on your goal, and bask in the quiet roar that is progress. Because when it's your time to shoot that shot, spit that verse, or close that deal, the only voice that matters is yours. Defy life. <laughs>